Fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And the best way to level up both your mental and your physical fitness is by making small but powerful changes to your daily habits and routines. With this podcast, I aim to bring you a combination of short educational solo casts and slightly longer conversations I've had with a wide variety of fascinating people. The goal? To help you develop a lifestyle which supports your mental and physical fitness and improves your overall quality of life. My name is Jay Unwin. Welcome to FitBody FitMind. I don't know about anyone else, but uh, I guess this time of year really makes me quite sleepy. I think it's the darker mornings and the darker evenings, and it's just <laughs> it's just hard to wake up in the morning, and it kind of feel like getting into your pajamas at about two o'clock in the afternoon. But the thing with sleep is that most people tend to neglect it a little bit, and the, the, this comes under two two headings really. You've got quality and you've got quantity. Most people aren't getting enough and they aren't getting good enough quality. So I'm going to give you just a couple of tips of how you can how you can improve both of these things. Now first off, if you if you want to be getting a a typical good amount of sleep per night, then 7 to 8 hours is a good amount to shoot for. 7 to 8 hours is a good amount for in general for the majority of the population. Now some people might need more, some people might need less, but I would say go for this to start with and then adjust from there. So with that in mind, think about the time that you need to get up in the morning. So think about the time that you need to be up either for work or for doing the school run or whatever else you might have going on. Or if you haven't got anything that you have to be up for, pick a time that you'd like to be up and about by. And then work your way back seven to eight hours from that time. So say you need to be up at 7am, then 11pm would be a good time to be asleep by. That would give you those eight hours. Bear in mind that you may be disturbed in the night as well, so you're not necessarily going to get that full eight, eight hours, even though it's eight hours from start to finish, if that makes sense. So work your way back seven to eight hours, and if you're getting up at 7am, think about 11pm. Once you've done that, try and stick to it within, you know, like a half hour either side in terms of the time you get up and the time you go to bed. Um, if you go to bed half an hour later, try and get up half an hour later, of course, so you're getting that full amount. But try not to vary it too much day to day because your body will get into a rhythm. Your body will get into a rhythm if you are following the same rough times each day and this goes for weekends as well if you want a line at the weekend try not to push it back by more than an hour so maybe if you're used to getting up at seven get up at eight instead so that you can still enjoy that now i'm not saying this is stuff that you have to be rigid with i'm just saying this is what tends to be good for good quality refreshing replenishing sleep the way you actually feel um you know feel good about it the next day and you feel like you have actually recovered so Try to keep that kind of sleep routine on the go as much as possible. Once you've got that sleep time, that say, let's say 11pm that we were just talking about, let's say you've got that uh, decided upon. Once you've done that, then you can start looking at what your routine is like leading up to that point where you go to sleep. Now, remember, 11 o'clock, if you're getting up at seven, that's the time you go to sleep. We're not talking about the time you go to bed because it will take time to wind down, settle down and all the rest of it. So uh, if you're aiming to be asleep by 11, you're going to want to structure that last hour in a way which 
in a way which gets you ready for sleep, in a way which winds you down. An hour is a great amount of time to really give over to to that uh, to that pre-sleep routine. If you can't quite face doing an hour at the moment, then maybe start just with half an hour and then build up from there. But this period should be about preparing yourself, preparing your body, preparing your mind to go to sleep. One of the biggest things which will have an impact on this is screens. Screens and blue light, so things like your TV, your laptop, your phone and your tablet and things like this. The blue light almost tricks the brain into thinking it's kind of waking up time or it's it's daytime. Whereas a kind of more red end of the spectrum is going to ease you into sleep right? It's going to ease you into sleep mode. So you're trying to switch your brain in the right direction. Um, there's a couple of ways of doing this. Of course, you can avoid the, the blue light entirely. You can also get, uh, you can get glasses with lenses that block uh, that block blue light and don't let it get into the eyes, which can help massively if you do need to be up uh, working on a laptop or on a phone or watching TV or something like that. But the best thing is just to avoid them entirely. So for an hour before you go to bed, the phone goes away, the computer goes away, the TV goes off, and instead you do things which relax you and and don't stimulate your brain in the wrong way. Things like reading are, are, are great for this. Reading, journaling, meditation, stretching, not strenuous exercise, but a bit of movement, a bit of stretching, a bit of yoga, um, you know, uh, having a bath or a shower, doing some self-care, that kind of thing can be really, really good. Now, a word on reading as well. Try to read something relaxing. <laughs> don't don't read something that, that absolutely petrifies you before you go to sleep because that high level of alertness and anxiety as a result is going to be no good for anyone. And also... Maybe not kind of non-fiction books where you're learning about something really detailed because, again, you're stimulating the brain. So books which you find relaxing or enjoyable or uplifting, things which put you in a good frame of mind for settling down and going to sleep. Um, yeah, baths and showers and things like that, self-care, that can be a great one to add in as well. So if you're going to fill that hour, then maybe pick some of those things from that list. Maybe do a bit of stretching, you know, clear up so that when you get up in the morning, the area, your living area is is nice and clear because that can be a really nice way to wake up. And, and just build this little routine. Now, this routine is going to look different from person to person, but the outcome, the desired outcome is always going to be the same. It's that you're winding down and you're getting into that sleep mode. At first, some of these things will have a great impact on your on your relaxation and on how quickly you drop off to sleep, but also the quality and the depth of the sleep that you have. If you use a Fitbit or anything like that, which has a sleep tracker, um, then then you can track how deep your sleep is, the different kind of sleep zones that you're in, the sleep states like um, REM sleep and deep sleep and light sleep, and you can see how your sleep cycles are going. But if not, then you should feel a bit more refreshed as time goes on after you've been getting better quality sleep. Once you've been doing this sleep routine for a little while, you'll find that it gets you ready for sleep even more because your body has, and, and your mind has started associating those particular habits and those particular routines with getting ready to go to bed. And so it's not just the the direct effect of those particular activities that relax you and get you ready, but it's also that association, that association that doing these things, going through your self-care routine, tidying around, having a shower, doing some stretching, reading a book, writing in your journal, and then you go to sleep. 
once that becomes habitual then you your body and mind are kind of accustomed to that and and they know what's coming and the same goes with having that set time because you're going through that routine at a set time of day and your body kind of understands that your mind understands that and and it becomes uh, a, a really nice smooth transition from uh, from from wake time to sleep time you can do the same thing in the morning the other way around. The three biggest things which can switch you on to daytime mode, if you like, are movement, fresh air, and blue light. So we were talking about blue light, we are talking about natural light, because as the sun comes up and the blue wavelengths of light uh, become more apparent in the in the kind of, in the light that, that we're seeing, our body is used to going, right, this is morning, this is getting up time. Movement is a big part of that and fresh air is a big part of that. And all of those things can be really powerful in switching you on to being awake. So in the morning, when you wake up, rather than shuffling around in your dressing gown with all the curtains closed, open some curtains, get some fresh air, uh, you know, open the curtains, open the window, get some fresh air in, but also get let that blue light, let that natural light in through the window so it's not dark and move around a little bit. Whether that is stretching, whether it is um, doing a little bit of physical activity, if it's going for a walk, going for a run, or whatever it happens to be for you, even if it is just a few stretches by the open window, then you're going to get all of those benefits as well. You've got to pick something that suits you, suits your lifestyle and suits your ability level, your fitness level. So it really is personal as all of this is, but there are a few ideas which will help you improve your sleep at this time of year, which uh, I think a lot of people maybe aren't uh, aren't looking after their sleep. Okay, so let me know how it goes. Hope this has been useful. I'll chat to you all again soon. Thank you for listening to Fit Body, Fit Mind with me, Jay Unwin. If you aren't already connected with me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook, then you can find all the links in the podcast description or on my website at fitbodyfitmind.online. Until next time, stay fit, stay well and have fun.